going to say hello first this time. I don't I mean, know. You can hello. Say it. <laughs> I usually hello. pause. I don't know what got into me. You psh, take charge, man. I'm okay. You with know it. what? I'm drinking a grapefruit fruit juice a today. Grapefruit juice. <laughs> Damn. You know I how I'm like cider before I came up here. <laughs> you know how I'm way behind on listening to our own podcast. Mm-hmm. The other day, I was listening to the episode where my tongue was too big for my mouth. <laughs> so I'm just really thinking about that right now. A classic And I'm episode. very conscious of my tongue. Oh, but no. But it's not too big. I haven't really talked much of the day. Yeah. So yeah. it's... Uh, it's normal sized right now? It's normal. Good. Yeah. Good. That's yeah. great news. Yeah. Um, so. But anywho, welcome to the Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. Um, I'm Kelsey Paul. I'm Kelly McMaster's Parsons. And we are going to watch some Criminal Minds today. Dude, we're creeping up on that finale. This is penultimate, episode 19 of season three. Yep. Yes, if you'll remember, we are, uh, we got a short season this season Mm because we, this was, if you throw your mind back to the mid-2000 era, um, (laughs) we had the writer's strike. So we are, um... Dealing with the short season, so we only have 20 episodes total, which is exciting because that means we're one step closer to a bonus episode, which is really fun. We're pretty excited about that, so that will come next week. Um, But yeah, we're going to watch season three, episode 19, Tabula Rasa? Have you never heard this phrase before? Yeah, no, I have, but I, as I was reading it, was like, oh my God, what if I don't know how to say this? (laughs) Tabula Rasa. I was like, this doesn't, this isn't coming out correctly. (laughs) But yes. It's Latin. Of course it is. What does it mean in Latin? The blank slate. Mm, Yeah. It's also an archaeology term. Oh, what's it mean in archaeology? I don't remember. I mean, obviously it's going to translate to the same thing. Yeah, but I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> what it is in the context of archaeology. Does it mean a literally a blank slate? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't hmm. remember. I just remember learning about it in archaeology. Or maybe it was when anthropology. Take... I was going to say. It might have been anthro, now that I'm thinking It about means, it. like, the idea that when we're born, that yeah. our brains are just blank slates. Yeah. It wasn't archaeology. It was anthropology. <laughs> I got my ology wrong. I was going to say, what the hell does it mean? And I was almost about to holler out to Cassie. <laughs> as you know, she went on those multiple archaological That's digs. That's right. I always East. forget that she mm-hmm. was like full Such on an Indiana Jones. Fact. Yeah, she was freaking Indiana Jones over there. Oh, my god, Hanging out in Jordan at the Man. Wadi Rum. <laughs> the what? The Wadi Rum. What is that? It's a place in the Middle East. Oh, well, okay. It's well. her favorite place in the world. Wow. I know. That's one of the first things I learned about her. That 
that's cool. And I remember thinking, that's wild. We'll never get to go there together because I'm scared to go to that part of the world. <laughs> For a lot of reasons. I'm a picky eater. I'm a picky peer. Oh, God. You would be I don't want to get murdered. And the news tells us we'll get murdered over there. But you, you, we might not. You are not an exotic eater, like a no. adventurous eater. Especially and I realize that to the people who the live planet. there, it's not adventurous. It's just food. But to Kelly, <laughs> it would be adventurous. <laughs> yeah. Like today we had a blue apron for dinner and it was, uh, it involved yellow curry paste. Oh, and I put the smallest amount in it I could because I was oh. like, I don't think I like this. <laughs> did you try it? I did. We've had it in dishes before, but Curry's I good. don't love curry. Ooh, I love it. It's so good. Sorry, I will yeah. get the yawns out before we dive into the into the episode. Go ahead, Ooh. get them out. Um, are there any things that you want to share with us at the top of the episode? Before we um, dive in, are you Hey ready guys, to this past Monday was Kelsey's wedding anniversary. Oh. <laughs> Happy anniversary <laughs> yeah. to you and Steven. Thank you. We've been married for a whole year. Yeah, and as you pointed out to me, as you pointed out to me, we actually get an extra day in our first year because oh, yeah. we got we, our first year of marriage was a leap year. <laughs> oh yeah. So for all that 2020 took away from us, it gave us that other, that extra oh, day. Oh yeah. That 366th oh, yeah. day. Um, but yeah, we've been married for a year. Hard to believe. It feels... Hard to believe. Like, not it a year. fast. It went by fast, yeah. Um, we uh, obviously, like, didn't really do anything because it's, you know, a pandemic. It is still a pandemic, right. people, just because yeah. you would prefer it not to be. To quote that, that TikTok, the pandemic isn't over just because you're over it. Is there a Have song you heard that song? That? No, because I'm not a TikToker. I, I didn't see it on TikTok. Oh. I see the best TikToks on Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I didn't so, yeah. do justice to the melody, but... Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it was catchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, yeah, we didn't do anything, but someone gave us a anniversary journal, which is like every year you're supposed to like fill out stuff. Like, it'll be like, uh-huh. oh, like, what did you... Like, what was a highlight of this year? It was, like, a memorable thing this year. What do you hope for next year? Like, what are your, like, favorite things right now? And so we, like, filled it out for the first year. And I was like, uh-huh. how long are we going to actually do this? Probably not long. <laughs> <laughs> we have, it's, like, a every day of the year Q&A journal that covers three years. Oh. And we're supposed to, an- it has questions for every day that we're supposed to answer. And you, like, redo it every year so you can see how you've changed. Oh. But it's, like, a couples thing. Yeah. I think we're still in February in it. We, I, some days I look <laughs> at it. It lives on our, our ottoman, and I'm just like, I should just, like, fill a couple of those out to try to catch up. <laughs> try to catch I up. never if you're, do. In, if you're in February, you should just wait until <laughs> We might not February. even be in February. The last time I remember filling it out was when we were doing laundry at the laundromat when we got back from Europe. And that was that the was beginning January. of January. <laughs> so really, I mean, at this point, you should probably just wait until next just save January it. <laughs> and start over. Or just like pick up where you left off, but like a full year later. <laughs> like, this actually covers like five years. Yeah. Because we're just so bad at doing it. Exactly. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, shall we watch? 
Yeah. Did you have any business for the top? Um, no, I don't. I don't okay. have any business for the top. I'm looking forward right. to your recommendation this week. I'm hoping it's a snack. Oh, it's not a snack. It's not a snack. Okay, it could be. Fair. No, I can no, give no. you a food recommendation. Still, I had one that was like on my short list. <laughs> I could change it out. No, no. You stay true to yourself and to your recommendations. I don't want to influence it that much. Okay. But I was, I will admit, I was walking down the aisle at the grocery <laughs> store the other day. And I was like, I couldn't remember. Now I realize that you recommended a podcast last week. I did. But as I was Groceries. walking through this. Yes. As I was walking through the chip aisle, I was thinking like, did she recommend a snack? <laughs> and should I get it while I'm here? <laughs> and then I was like, I don't think she did because I can't remember what it would have been. And then I, a little while later, was like, oh, it wasn't a snack. But it did occur to me. So you should know that you have quite an impact on my grocery shopping when you do recommend a snack. I'm glad to know you think of me when you walk down the chip aisle. (laughs) Yes, I do. I walk down the snack aisle. What's that song from uh, Family Opera? Think of me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When you're in the chip aisle. (laughs) shelves just start falling over yeah so dramatic your cashier has a mask on <laughs> half his face i guess all everybody, everybody has a mask does. on has their, fa- half their face the, just the, the up and the down phantom half, the of a giant half. Is yep my mind. why do we know phantom of the opera so well dude my parents were really into phantom of the opera in the 90s <laughs> i have like a very distinct memory of that of like all the adults in my family like going to see phantom of the opera and i remember dude. i remember them like dropping me off at my grandparents house so i guess not my grandparents because they had to watch me and i remember everyone being like we're going to see phantom of the opera and then we saw it again like when i was a teenager when it came to chicago was it like the hamilton of its day i kind of feel like it was like i, I feel like too. it was yeah it was a and big then deal. They made that movie version. Yes. It that came, came back out around. when we were younger. Yeah. It came Not back around. Young, in, but younger. Yeah. Like it came back around in the movie theater. And then, of yep. course, like, then it obviously had to. Had then a it retoured. Yeah. Right. Because I saw it in the movie theater. Maybe I didn't, but my aunt and I watched it together. And then she took me to see the stage production of it yeah. as well. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera, like. It had, it had it's a not moment. even that good. It's really not. But <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber is not that good. <laughs> Cats? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just have like, like a image of you as that meme of the like convince me otherwise meme, which is just like it's just you <laughs> yeah, at a table being like, yeah, being like Andrew Lloyd Webber is not that good. Like, convince me. <laughs> Change otherwise. my mind. Change my mind. Like. <laughs> True, I believe though. you. <laughs> He's not my chosen uh, theatrical man. Theatrical man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. God. I and would say Stephen Sondheim is my chosen I was going to say, is it Sondheim? Uh-huh. Because you know how much I love Sunday in the Park with George. Oh, my God. And we've come. Mandy Patinkin. I was going to say, and we've managed to come it back around. It revolves back. To Criminal Minds. And Segway. Let's watch this dang show. Have you ever watched How I Met Your Mother? Uh, listen, 
How I Met Your Mother and I have a weird relationship. Okay. Well, that's fine. But there's in the last season. I know. You've told this story on the podcast. Have I? Yes. Mindy Patinkas. That's what it's like. And then the old old people just start coming. Do you think our old people like a major demographic for real for Mandy Patinkin? What do they like about him so much? (laughs) I mean, he's he's like, like when we... When we get older, because he's an old person now. Yeah. Like, he's been famous almost all his life. Like, Why? picture someone who's, by the time we were old, like, freaking, like, I don't know, Ryan Beyonce. Gosling. <laughs> Beyonce! <laughs> we're going to be like, what is it going to be like when Beyonce is old? What amazing. Is- She's still going to be amazing. I know, but, like, I just, like, can't Aretha imagine. was great until the end. True. Very true. We do have... We do have examples to go off. We of. do. It's not. You're right. She'll hit an Oprah face. Mm-hmm. Oprah's still fabulous, as they say. Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. gonna look banging until the oh end. Oh my god, she is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh my god. Anyway, let's watch this freaking episode. We could talk yeah. about random shit forever. <laughs> the listeners are just like furiously playing, pressing like thirty yeah, seconds they're forward like, on their podcast yeah. app. Being like, when are they going to watch the episode? Right now. When do they count it down? We're going to do it. We're going to count it down right oh, now. Are after many, many weeks of us podcasting at home. Yeah. And after catching up on the podcast of us at home, I have a request. Oh, please. So there's a little bit of delay. Yeah, no shit. There's a little bit of delay. <laughs> so wait to say three. Okay. Just a little bit longer. Okay. <laughs> It'll sound better to them. <laughs> Okay. You, the listeners. Okay, I'm going to try. I'm still going to say two at the same time I would. I'm going to fuck this wait, up. Just wait just a second later. I'm absolutely 100% going to fuck this up, but I'm going to give it my <laughs> best shot in the world. We'll see how it sounds. Okay. All right. You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, okay. I'm ready. I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. Roanoke, Virginia. Virginia. Oh my god, we started that at exactly the same time. Yeah, we did. Wow. Uh, is Derek wearing... It's a hat. I thought it was a do-rag. No, it's a hat. It's a backwards hat. To indicate youth. Because this <laughs> yes. is five years ago? It's like the episode of Friends when uh, when Joey says he's going to play a 19-year-old. <laughs> and he comes in with like a bunch of like clothes and his boxers hanging out. And he's like... <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's like if you have a hat on backwards. All and right. also, it's just Hotch and Morgan. Yes, we're missing none the of rest the rest of the, of the team. team. Is Gideon gone by then? In 2004, according to, like, I feel like our timeline, Gideon would have been on his, like, weird quasi-retirement situation okay. at okay. this point. And then Reed hasn't come around yet because he's kind of a rookie when we Probably start Probably not, Yeah. So oh, that guy. Yeah. So he plays the drama teacher in Victorious. Oh, I was just reading a BuzzFeed list with him on it today. So Hotch and Morgan are serving a warrant for this. What we presume is an unsub. And he's yeah, on his the name's Brian Matloff. And he's trying to get away. And it was he about to parkour off that roof. Yeah, he is. And Morgan's and hot on his trail. He doesn't he make it all the way. Doesn't. Ninja oh, Warrior, that he shit. Does American oh, Ninja on, Warrior, it. He had he's he had more of a grip on that roof than he like 
Like, he was letting go. And it's like, you're going the wrong direction, bro. Yeah. Okay. Morgan makes it, though. Of course. Cause but he's is he hurt? Hardcore no. parkour. No, he does a really <gasps> special ninja roll. And the guy doesn't hold on. He Come says, on. You oh, couldn't hold on down one he goes. more second. Okay, now we're at a waterfall. Yeah, so it's like he fell, and then we, like, went into his eye. And now he's looking at a waterfall. He's got graduation he's caps and being birthdays. being a baby? His There's, life is flashing before his, his eyes. His life is literally flashing before his eyes as he Hits falls. Hits ground. Ugh. Dude. Ugh. I have read the description, so I know that he lives, but yes. he would totally be dead. Yes. Absolutely. There's so much blood coming out of his head. And he, like, yeah, It's fell. literally coming out of every orifice. It says he's still alive. And the other guy who looks like our local to cop is like, not after that. Not for long. He fell like seven stories. Yeah, that would be like I think probably the closest that you could get to an actual miracle if he lived. Yeah, because he also like fell straight on his back, which meant that he hit like the back of yes. his head. Like, like the worst part. Yeah, if he fell tummy first, I would believe it. <laughs> Did you see that picture of Pettis? Yeah, I'm a beat behind you now for some reason. Oh, let me pause. <laughs> Okay, you pause for a second. Oh my god! Oh no, pussy cat. That's all you. <laughs> Garfield, hi. You really didn't change anything. I hacked it as is. <laughs> are, we, are we at the right spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good now. Okay, so we're seeing a yearbook photo of Prentice, and it was alarming. I'm hoping the that I can. Find a screenshot of that. Yeah, that's got to go on social media. (laughs) (laughs) She looks like the girl from Beetlejuice. She does. That is, but the the hair is just truly extreme. Yes. All right. So they're updating our current team about this case from several years ago. And this guy's been in a coma, and he just woke up. He's been in a coma, and he just woke up. He was known as the Blue Ridge Strangler. Um, because he was in a coma, he was never tried for his crimes. Uh huh. So try now, him and fry him. Oh says boy, Cece, who is our local cop, local cop, or maybe a DA. I want to say, mm, good guess. Um, One of those. so Hotch is saying that like the indictment is probably like still gonna go through but like the case is probably gonna fall apart because like so much time has passed and like the people who were involved with the original case like not be might not be around anymore (laughs) maybe rip van winkles ready to come clean and the doctor says that's probably not likely because he has amnesia so he doesn't remember doesn't remember shit we've got ourselves an ethical quandary (laughs) he doesn't remember staring at the ceiling that makes sense, man. He fell a long way. Well, that's the thing. It's like, if he's been in a coma all this time, like, I'm honestly surprised that it's just amnesia, that it's not, like, <laughs> other, like, yeah, very like severe brain damage, issues, like, yeah. inability to speak or, like, anything like that. But No movement. Um, the fact that he yeah, can breathe on his own. Being fully paralyzed. Um, so, yeah. So, I think I remember liking this episode. Stay tuned. I don't really remember. But how I I felt about this episode. So inevitably what is going to happen now is the team is going to get called in and they're going to have to like help determine can we try this guy or not? Or like is it worth doing or not? 
Um, and if so, I have my guesses, Morgan's going to feel very strongly about it because he was involved with the first case. Yep. Yep. Morgan and Hodge. So he's in a prison cell. He's still in a wheelchair. So maybe he is paralyzed. Yeah. Just a paraplegic, not a quadriplegic. Cause yes. his arms were working. So back at the office, we look like we're at the blonde DA CC's office. I'm assuming she's a DA. I think you're right. Yeah, that's a lawyery office in that it's very nice. Um, so their best witness that they had at the time died. So they are down a witness. Oh, that's not good. So that's not good. And he was like going to be a key witness for the case. But they also say that he was, a, was junkie a junkie and he yeah. died of a heroin overdose. So it's like, that's a weird person to have as your key witness. The rocket docket. What? What? Uh, what? Uh, Hotch is about to do some lawyer work. He's like, yeah, yes. I'll help you out. Yes. He's Are they about to have a little, like, hat. flirty moments? <gasps> Maybe. She kind of looks like Haley. She does, actually, like, a lot. Okay, All so right, we... We've time-traveled back. Yes, to 2004. Roanoke. To... Virginia. Oh, there's Reed. Oh, He's there's 17. Reed. Okay. Little baby Reed. Baby Reed. They um, even cut his hair a little bit. Yeah, they did his hair just like he used to wear it way back yeah. in the day. Um, Morgan's in a suit, also a sign of the yes, times. also a Not sign a of t-shirt. the past. But like, let's also remember that when he hunts people and runs them down, he wears a hat backwards. But when backwards. he visits yep. crime scenes, he wears a suit in this universe. <laughs> it is weird because um, they always show him in the past wearing a suit, but like he doesn't now. So I'd like to an explanation right. as to what led to the style change. Like, right. does he just decide Same. he needs to be comfortable? Like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> okay so here comes the dad so they're at a body yeah they're at a crime scene we didn't say that but yeah they're at a crime scene here comes the dad of the daughter of the victim the dad of the daughter yeah i guess (laughs) um and reed says he's gonna go talk to him and that seems like a bad idea because he's awkward yeah reed's like such a baby too he's not like he doesn't have his skills yet yeah so the dad is like, you don't want to see her. Yeah. He's like, is that my daughter? And he's like, it might be, but you don't want to see her. Trust me. Like, why don't yeah, we walk you don't over here? And we see that waterfall, like waterfall that was in what's his face's head when he was having in his, his flashback. Flashback. Yep. Okay. Is this present day? Yes. You can tell because we've lost a little bit of the sepia tone that we had going on. Before. Yes. Reed's hair is longer. Morgan's yep. hair is shorter. Oh, something is stuck to my arm. Oh. It's one of those fortunes I was referencing earlier <laughs> in our pre-recording conversation. How'd that get there? Um, so we're sitting around the conference table and we're talking about the profile of this Matlock guy in relation to the case. Um, oh, he and, worked in a park. Yep, he worked in this in that national in that park or that national park. I'm not sure which, but he basically gave him free range to do absolutely whatever. The women were always right. abducted when they were jogging. Um, he knew the place. Like, yep. He knew where to go. Yep. What we've learned in watching this show through all three seasons mm-hmm. is a large state or national park is the place to hide a body. Yes, absolutely. Or to commit your crimes. Yes. Sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. It's happened right, on more we than are one in occasion. Court. All right. We're yes. in court. And CC is basically saying that she wants to go ahead with trying him, like, regardless of what his deal is um is that that's not 
the headmaster of Chilton. The judge is No. <laughs> no. Kinda I don't looks, think so. It does look it? like him. What? Are you sure? I, <laughs> I need to see the front of his face. I can only see we the need, back this is, of his head. I gotta Google it. Um, I'm Googling it. This is worth a Google. So, obviously, like, defense lawyer guy, no. no. It's, like, could be his twin, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's definitely in something else that I've seen, though. So, they want to do testing on this guy, on Matloff, to measure his, like, brain activity, and it's called, like, brain fingerprinting. Mm-hmm. And the the defense lawyer, though, is saying, like, that it's an unproven technology, and, like, it's not going to prove anything, and it would be easy for them Classic. to fake the results. So, like, he doesn't want to do it. But then Matloff is like, no, I want to do it. He's whispering. He says, your honor. Yep. He's oh, waking to this, uh... Nightmare. nightmare and he doesn't know who he is so basically i think he's saying like no i want to do it because like regardless of mm. what i learn about myself like at least i'll yes. know something about who i am like if yeah. i do this if it helps my memories come back so he's down yeah. which is fair it's fair and i, I feel imagine like- if you didn't remember anything about yourself you'd want well, an opportunity you know to. i would want to do that but i wouldn't want to do it somewhere where i might be convicted of murder (laughs) yeah so we're seeing mr corbett who is um the father from the flashback and so he has Mm -hmm. come to this current uh trial hearing or whatever um and reed is assuring him that he still feels like they have a strong case and like they should be able to still get the conviction and he comments how his hair is longer it is. And it's like, and yes, wavier. it's been four years I've changed my hair. <laughs> hair does grow if you don't cut it. It does. Um. So whatever. They're talking about Darcy, his daughter, and he's saying how maybe now, after all this time, like he could move on if this comes to a conclusion. Um. And then Reed asks if his wife is there, and he says, no, he split up. That happens a lot in this show. You always hear yep. about, like... Crimes really pull you apart. Yeah, that's a marriage ruiner for sure. Mm-hmm. And Reed is saying just that. He's like, yep, that happens. And Mr. Corbett's like, yeah, whatever. It happens. <laughs> and now they're just awkwardly staring at each other. And now we go, okay, we're going to finger, we're going to fingerprint some brains. They got one of those things you put on a brain. Yeah, he has like this little like, like jock strap. It looks like for, but his what head. they put on the dude's head in riding the lightning. Yes, when they're Except gonna, it's not gonna shock it's him. It's not to death. going. It's not an electric chair. Um, okay, so he's got some like electrodes and some cables going. What are they gonna do? He's sitting in front of a screen. I don't know. Are they gonna like just like? Sh- so they're showing him a bunch of images. I think of the victims, and maybe they're like it's victims and crime scene photos. What are they expecting him to do? Like all of a sudden, be like, they're- ah, yes, I remember this. <laughs> yeah oh they're reading his brain they're reading waves. some waves so i think the idea would be that like if he remembers it or has like a flash of a memory like he'd have like some brain activity that would tell them like yes somewhere in his brain yeah. he recognizes you'd these think women. i'd picture in a modern me- medical drama they mm-hmm. would do this in like an mri and see yes. what parts of his brain yes. light up correct I would, I would think so too. That would be like a, that would be like a Grey's Anatomy episode. Yeah, because this feels more like a lie detector test, which mm-hmm. is bunk science. Yep. So JJ's so. at the hospital and she calls Hotch and she says that Matloff had a visitor, 
while every he was in his months. coma every six months, but it's n- not a name that she recognizes, and her name is Nina Moore. So we're gonna track down Nina. All right, JJ's on it. We might need Garcia. We might need I don't Garcia. Know why we didn't? Okay, murmurs, memory encoding, something blah, blah, or other. Blah, blah, blah. It went by too fast. Um, so, so he didn't have any familiarity with yep. the images. So either he. Like, truly doesn't remember, or they have the wrong guy. Which it's like... Interesting. I find, like, the idea that they would have the wrong guy, like, highly unlikely. Because if they had that strong of a case before, why... Like, even though time has passed, I don't really see how that would change. Like Also, if the killings ended... Right. That's a pretty strong sign. That's a pretty strong sign if, like, he goes into a coma and suddenly women are not getting abducted off of their jogging trail. Um. All right. So the team's talking about the possibility that it could be a different person. Um. So we're Reed's doing Reed's nerdy. doing his thing of like the like personality. The philosophical philosophy. Tabula rasa. Yeah. He doesn't say it yet, but but it's coming. We're all thinking it. Yeah, we're <laughs> you know <laughs> we're all thinking it. <laughs> I'm thinking it. You're thinking it. Um, so Morgan is saying that, like, they, it's not just about, like, not putting the wrong guy away. It's also obviously about getting justice for these families and these women. So, like, they can't fuck this up. <laughs> like, they need to, yeah. they need to get the right guy. Um, um, JJ reported that they contacted all 71 Nina Moores who live within 500 miles of the hospital. Not one of them said that they were the Nina visiting. Which, why would she just, like, freely admit that? Like, right. so, like, Rossi points out that, like, she might have nothing to do with the case. She might not even know him, but, like, she could have read about the case and become weirdly obsessed with right. him. Because, as we know, like, serial killers have fans, which is fucked up and weird. Well, yeah, um, it is weird. So okay. she might he have was, just... He was dreaming about the victims. He was dreaming about the victims. A guard comes in and says, you were screaming. He's but all sweaty. And it's like, okay, so he could be, like, recovering his memories, or he could be having nightmares about the fact that they just made him look at all of those yeah. crime scene photos. <laughs> so. Yeah. The guard's like, you pass that brain test, right? And he's like, yeah. Okay, and he's he asking something for something to, to write, with. write with. And he said that the okay. doctor said that it would be good for his memory. And so the guard's like, okay. And then he asks, what does that smell is? <laughs> Which I, Ew. And she's like, oh, it's popcorn. popcorn. It's like, ooh, I farted. Sorry. <laughs> do I like popcorn? Do you like it's chocolate? Like, do you like chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> See, like, this is what I don't get about amnesia. Because, so he's like, do I like popcorn? But, like, he knows what popcorn is. So he hasn't right. forgotten what popcorn is, but he just doesn't remember if he likes it or yeah, not. Yeah, you remember some things, but not everything, I like, guess. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so All we're right, back We're in getting court. a cut between Court and Prentice and them interviewing people, him yeah. being taken somewhere. But Cece's prosecuting the shit out of him. Yep. So she's laying out the facts of the case and, like, the fact that he worked in the park and he had all of this access and a place to go and a place to hide them. Um, he inflicted maximum suffering. Yep. Ugh. He They're his own private killing fields. So, yeah, we're just seeing a montage. Like, 
lawyering also Hotch is like all up in it which I feel like is weird is weird and like how are you allowed to be you like still be in the bar Right, like, isn't that like a While kind being of a an conflict FBI of, of interest agent. for him to yeah. like be consulting on the lawyer side of it? He should recuse himself from one half. And of it. now he's on the stand. <laughs> like, I feel like he's what? got. He's wearing this is too all many hats. wrong. He's wearing too many hats. Too many hats. Okay, so Hodge is on the stand, and he says that he believes that Matloff is the person who killed these women. Um, I find it so interesting when they let prisoners wear normal clothes like how do they decide today you're gonna be in your orange suit today you're gonna be in a regular suit like half the time he's in his prison suit and half the time he's in his people suit i feel like his people suit i think i don't um, know (laughs) i feel like for like the actual cases or like the actual trials and court dates they wear the suit what are yeah. you saying? Oh my Did God. you? Well, Morgan's head, it looks like they painted on more yeah, hair. Yeah, they gave him more hair to make it look <laughs> like his hair was longer back then. Like that, that like, can of, like, fake hair that you can yeah. buy for, like, Halloween yeah. like, is what they put on They his did. Head. They, like, colored his head in a little bit. Like, it doesn't take that long for men to grow yeah, that like, much just, hair. Like, I feel like they could have been, like, grow it out for a couple weeks, Shamar, and then be like, okay. But they probably, like, do them back to back, so then his hair would look weird in a different yeah. episode. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we were doing a little bit of a flashback to way back when in 2004 when they were putting the profile together. Um. And they profiled the unsub as someone who would want to go back and like revisit the victims. So yeah. the fact that he has this park that he can bury them in and like other people can't, you know, find the new him. tech girl. <gasps> we're flashing back and we're seeing the new Gomez. Tech girl. Excuse me, Gomez. Yeah. And she's like, excuse not- you. And he says, and hey, he baby says, girl. Hey, baby girl. And, and she's she-, like, she looks up dramatically. Yep. And she turns around and she's like, baby girl. And he's like, oh, sorry. And she's like, hey, I've been called worse. What can I do for you? <laughs> I love that little origin story that they just like put in there. Excuse me, Gomez. Hey, baby girl. <laughs> See, that's like, the shit that starts to get too. good, though. Like, where yeah. they, they find ways yeah. to, like, squeeze those little details in that you get to, like, see, like, how they got to how, where they are. Yeah. Okay. The name, every time I read the name Matloff, I think it's actually Meatloaf. Doesn't it look like Meatloaf? Yeah, it does. But I keep, <laughs> get, like, seeing it and thinking Madoff, as in, like, Bernie Madoff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're back to the present day and Prentice and JJ are talking to Rossi. Um, and oh, they talked to the people at the hospital to yeah. ask about Nina Moore. Yeah. And so she was nervous. She didn't even make it into the room. Yep. Said her first visit. She appeared concerned about his pain. She was in her 40s or 50s. She seems um, maternal. Yeah. They called his mother to see if it was but her. Dis- they disowned him. And his parents. Yeah. His parents were like, fuck that. He was adopted. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, so the visitor could be his birth mother. Oh, they had a secret relationship. Okay. Not in a weird way. Um, So they're not sure. <laughs> she could be Hispanic or Native American. Oh, that would explain his interest in the culture. Okay, yeah, because when we saw them bust into his apartment before he had like... 
um, dream catchers and things. Mm-hmm. So obviously mm-hmm. that's him being interested in Native American culture or just being yes. a weird white person who decides yeah. to have a dream catcher. <laughs> I feel like it's especially at this time a weird white person thing yeah to think you were native american too. yes <laughs> to be to like, be like I'm, I'm one percent cherokee yeah, exactly <laughs> you're like no you're not and it's like and if um, you are it's for a bad reason yes <laughs> yes think about why you're one yeah. percent cherokee okay wow, garcia's hair she's looking Look like a pinup that. girl it looks incredible wow. and then she's got some like her office got a real upgrade pieces. yeah Look at those um, earrings. They're giant hearts. She's got screens everywhere. So she was talking to somebody about trying to find this woman. And she was like, do you know what a court order means? And JJ was like, we can't get a court order. And so JJ, or so uh, Penelope's like, all right, fine. I'm just going in. So she's just like, I'm going to send your boss these Jamaican vacation photos. And she goes, check you out. No time or no tan lines. All right. So Lena, Gen- Genesee. Genesee. Madison Heights. She changed and, her name to Moore. And JJ is like, I called this woman and she said that it wasn't her. And they're like, why would she lie? It's like, and I don't why know. Why she's seen him since he woke up? Perhaps because she didn't want to admit that she was visiting a potential serial killer? Yeah, she doesn't. There's someone she doesn't want to know. Well, it's like she's, okay, so she's changed her name. Like, she doesn't want to admit it. Like, clearly she's going to great lengths to not have her identity discovered probably got yeah. a good reason for that yeah okay classic television we've got ourselves an objection yes do you think they those happen that frequently in real life i doubt it yeah. it'd be really fun if you, i bet if you're a lawyer that's like a fun thing that you don't get to say that often but when you yeah do, you're, you're like, like objection yeah. It's like getting um, to honk your horn when you're driving <laughs> just like that <laughs> um so the defense attorney is like cross-examining Hotch and trying to like Ooh, he's trying GTK reference yeah I feel like he's doing what objection again a new one um he's giving a sermon I feel like he's doing what they like to do a lot which is try to discredit the science of like profiling so yes. he's like trying to catch Hotch up on like the details of how they figured out what they figured out um, and he's like, you probably couldn't tell me what color my socks are with any greater accuracy. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Charcoal And then he gray, goes, charcoal he gray. Oh he's my about God. to profile the are shit. They are they gray? Are they gray? He got it right. And then he goes, you match them in order to appear taller. And you've had You wear sh- lifts in your shoes, shoes, you little shit. And he's like, you are f- you're frugal because you've had financial... Um, problems but you wear a fake rolex so that you can look like you got your shit together it's like boom mic drop like i'm one of the most successful lawyers in the state your vices horses yeah and he's like your blackberry has been buzzing which happens the average time between posts from like a racetrack and so he's like you're getting race results and every time every time you do it affects your mood oh my god having a good day reading him for filth right now he is (laughs) you always take the long shot and reads Damn. in the back and he's Re- just yeah, He's just like, I'm so proud of my He's like, my that's boss. my dad. <laughs> <laughs> the results from the fifth race should be coming through any minute. And then the and Blackberry then goes. Buzzes. Yep. Oh, Blackberries. What a time to be alive. The and the judge, judge is like, oh boy. The judge is like, well, that's embarrassing uh, for you. just called your bluff. And he says, like, this is great. Like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, well, either show him your back Blackberry or cut him loose, counselor. And Hotch, and is, Hotch like, yeah. is just looking at him like, 
Uh huh. He's like, yeah. Uh huh. What the fuck you gonna do about it? <laughs> nothing. And he does nothing. Just he sits, sits his ass down. Yep. That's how we do it in the BA motherfucking you. All right. Reed is going to talk to the dad of that victim. Darcy. Yep. Mr. Corbett. Um, And he's like, don't worry. Like, I know things are like kind of not going that great, but like, we're going to get through this. And he's like, no, like, I'm not worried. Like, and then he says that he went to a therapist. therapist. He had a lot of guilt. Yeah, but he's okay. And he's like he feels like he should have saved her, but he says that um, the therapist taught him that it always comes back to control, and there are always going to be things in life that you can't control. And Reed is like, "Wow, that's really smart." And he's like, "Yeah." He realizes he has no say of what goes on in the courtroom, so he's like very enlightened for a victim's father, probably right. like and Spence more is like, enlightened. What the fuck is wrong with this like, guy? Yeah, like Reed is like, I've dealt with a lot of parents, and like none of them are this like well adjusted. Like that's weird. <laughs> so Mr. Corbett gets in his car. Yeah, we're watching him get in the car. He looks a little. He's agitated. looking weird. There's a gun in that. Cl- yep, takes oh, a gun out of the glove box. He's gonna kill himself. Yep, so basically, he can't control the uh, outcome of the court case, but he can kill him if he wants to. So, uh, there's that. He's just looking at that gun. His eyebrows are so small. <laughs> side he to side small wise. eyes. They're short. Short eyebrows. Okay. All Who's right, we lady? are at Nina Moore's Nina? house. Okay. I know it's Nina because I saw her in my IMDb oh, okay. look. So they're like, hi, Nina, we're FBI. And Nina's like, damn, they caught me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, come on in." Who does she look like? She looks like someone. <laughs> Everybody looks like someone. <laughs> I guess she looks like a suburban Native American Gloria Steinem. Oh, okay. Um. Kind so of. yes, our theory is correct. She is his birth mother. Um, and they had a relationship. She said she only saw him once before the accident. Um, and JJ Ooh. asks, like, if she ever got a sense that he was like a psycho murderer, and she was like, no, not at all. But also, they only met once, so like, yeah, like, how would you? How I would mean, you know? Unless you're like Ed Kemper and you're like full on creep yeah. factor is high, like, you're probably not going to pick up on that in one meeting. Yep. Um, um he called her out of the blue. Yeah, and she says they were had like a closed adoption. Like he wasn't supposed to be able to find out who she was, so she wasn't. She was really surprised. Um, and she has, but he really wanted to know about her. Yeah, and she, I think, has moved on and like had a family and like got married, and so yeah. she didn't want that to come back and like interrupt her life. Yep. Um, and so she rejected, rejected him. him. <gasps> There's your trigger. Boom. There's your trigger. That's like the. Are all these girls gonna look like her? Oh, are they, they? They all had brown they hair. They all had brown but they hair. They were a lot younger, but I guess yeah. she would have been younger when she gave him away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they asked her why she was going to see him in the hospital, and she was like, "Well, I felt like it was safe. Like I could be there for him and like make sure he was okay. But like, there was no risk, obviously, that I had to talk right. to him or that he knew I was there. Which it's like I could be his mom without like." being his mom okay so and now her some husband. dude gets home it's gotta be her husband and he's like what the he fuck looks, is this he i don't know like, like a fancy yeah like a fancy man a fancy he's got a man. vest on with a tie underneath 
So Rossi has confirmed what Kelly and I already know to be true, which is that the rejection from his birth mother was his stressor. Um, yeah. Because uh, they're picking on some, up something weird between the husband. Well, Wait. so oh, no. Rossi between goes and he says, did he ever send you any gifts? And she takes a box out of her dresser. Oh, it's going to be It's going to be stuff from the victims. And she's like, I always wanted to throw them away, but I just couldn't. Oh, they both make faces like it's body parts. If I'm it can't be body- Oh, God. We're just seeing. Now we're the seeing victims the victims are waking, like, up. waking up. I hate it. This, is this has to be Brian's creepy dreams. Yeah. It's mm. so creepy. Ew. And they're saying, please, please. Ooh. And then he wakes up. Oh, he's so scared. Ooh, scary. Yeah, dude. I would guess what is in the box, though, is like jewelry. That would be my guess. Is like yeah, personal items. Is. I doubt that it's body parts. I, I know. feel like she would but not the keep them in they her dresser. Were so extreme. It was. It was like, oh my god, fingers. <laughs> An ear in a cooler. Yeah. Or was it a thumb? <gasps> no, it was. It was an ear, I think. Yeah, the thumb was later, wasn't it? The thumb it? was later. All right, so okay, the prison guard brought him popcorn. popcorn. And he's eating it like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, he's in shackles. He, but he's, like, eating it at the front of his mouth. Did you notice That's that? True. It he's wasn't... chomping it with his incisors. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, now I realize... he's starting to remember things. Like, do you think that the director was like, act like you don't know how to eat popcorn yeah. like you have amnesia like you've never had food before like eat it like you wouldn't know what to do with popcorn because you forgot <laughs> okay remember what it is all right dad is walking Mr. up Corbett dad. is approaching and he's got his gun yeah but he and but so, so does our guard our guard We're just focus what on is gonna happen guns. if mr corbett dies that's not fair there's a subway oh! in the background reed stops him he steps he in and he's like nope don't do it don't do it. Think about Darcy. And he's like, yep. I am thinking about Darcy. And she's like, she would, would she want this? Want this. Don't do it. And he's so upset. And he's like, you will regret it. Believe me. And he says, I'm already in prison. A prison of oh. sadness. Oh. That's sad. But he but lets he, Reed take the he gun. He lets Reed take the gun. Reed shoves it in his crotch. And he says, how did you know? And he was like, your behavior. You were too calm. And you call me by my first name. <laughs> yep. Um, and then he hits Reed with a real zinger, which is like, if you're so good at this, how were, how could you not have stopped him before he killed Darcy? And it's like, whoa, low blow, bro. Like, then he tells him that there's new evidence. So we cut to the, to the court. Biological Nina mother is testifying. She's got her court ponytail. With She's her, got like, that court ponytail. Big old barrette on the back. Yes. Um, like freaking Judge Judy these days. Yes. <laughs> um, so. Or RBG. T- yeah. She's tell. Oh, she does have a little bit of an RBG yeah. flair with that ponytail. R.I.P. Yep. Um, so whatever. She's doing her whole song and dance of like how she, why she wanted to go visit him and like how he got in touch with her and all this stuff. Um, and. She says that she felt when she did meet him the one time, she felt like he was a little bit lost and he wanted to be a part of something. Yeah. Um, a person can't live two lives. So true. You can't, you, you can't, you have to whole ass one thing, not half yes, ass two things. Exactly. In the words of Ron Swanson. 
Yes. Um, so she says that a few months after she rejected him, she got something in the mail and there was no note or anything, but it was postmarked from Roanoke. Postmarked from Roanoke. And what's in 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 that envelope? A necklace. A necklace. After that, another comes. Then then a watch. watch. And so she was like, We call these trophies. Trophies. Um, she says that she thought that he was just trying to like impress her with gifts and like try to get her to contact him. All right, here we go. Exhibits F through H. But necklace, like, necklace, watch. I get it. Like whatever you think, like oh, he's trying to impress you. But like, wouldn't you still think that's creepy? Like, yeah. Wouldn't you? I st- would. Like, wouldn't you still be like, all right? Like now he's like sending me things in the mail. Like he knows where I live, a, <laughs> and like yep. is has figured out how to send me things. <laughs> I mean, anyone can use the mail. Kelsey. Well, I know. <laughs> that's not what I meant. All right, I court know. is adjourning. So. Yeah, CC proves that it's the victim's jewelry yes. because she shows a photo of a victim wearing the exact watch. Yep. So I feel like now, deal is done. If I was a done. defensive attorney, I'd say, "Hey, man, you want a deal? <laughs> Shit is mass produced these days." True, but like, oh, there's a know. tear, a tear on. So like Matt where Matloff was file. sitting, there's a tear on his Bernie meatloaf. Bernie meatloaf is crying. <laughs> He's affected. Oh, is he going to try to strangle that guard? They're in a room together Uh-oh. where he's going to have to change back into his oranges. Uh-oh. Okay, so Hotch goes up to Cece. Because he definitely remembers. And Cece's feeling, like, pretty fly and confident. Like, she's like, yeah, she's like we got this. Um, Bernie Meatloaf is just looking at her. Yeah, and the the guard and is she's like, like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I have a lot on my mind. And so Hotch says he was crying in there when his mother was on the stand. And that's not the kind of reaction you get unless you're connected. Um, oh, he asks if she's been watching the trial. And she's like, yep. Yep. And he having says that his mother talked about having to choose one life. And he's just like staring. He's so creepy. And the prison guard is like, yeah, I don't know what that means. And then and he's like, don't he you think like, you have to choose? And he's going to And he gets, her. we just see his, it, his back as so he approaches Cece her. So Cece tells Hotch that she feels like it doesn't matter whether he remembers or not anymore. All right. Everybody's running. Everybody's running. running. Something's happening. Oh, no. What's are we going running on? into the changing room? Are we running into the changing room? Of course we are. Okay. <gasps> she's alive, he but she's got her. a cracked head. And he says, did what he happened? get out? How he did no one catch him? her gun. There's people everywhere. How did he find yeah, a way to get out without them sense. knowing? Although he wasn't wearing his orange jumpsuit yet, so he could blend That's in a little true. bit better. That's true. Okay, so he stole a car. He's oh, boy. on the loose. They put out an APB. He's going to his killing ground, obviously. Yeah, dude, he's going to the freaking park. He's going to go to that waterfall. So the defense attorney is just, like, walking away. Um, And he's like, did, did you, you know, know that his, his memory, memory was coming back? And, um, they don't, he doesn't really got to get into his jail cell. Yep. And then defense attorney. Reed, Reed steps leaves. in and is like, the defense attorney's not going to know shit. Yeah. Like, we got to do this purely from Meatloaf's point of view. Yep. So, <laughs> I like that we call him Meatloaf now. <laughs> um, so the team, the rest of the team is like conference calling in and they're saying that like, they have to think about where he would want to go. And um, 
He's either going to go on a killing spree right. or he's going to go on the run. Right. I feel like it's obvious that it's, he's going to go to the park. Why is no one thinking of that? Uh, yeah. Like, because they profiled that he likes to relive his shit. So, like, he's been yeah. away from it all this time. He's going to go back there. Okay. All right. Reed is in the bed at in his cell. cell and finds the pen and paper. Yep. And he wrote. He's written he a write shit down ton. all the crimes. Like, and he's drawn the fucking waterfall. There's the waterfall. Does this either ends with him killing himself at the waterfall? Mm. Or, or there's more bodies. Killing out himself there. at the water. Or there's more oh, bodies out there. More that bodies. Never found. Okay, so yes. he's wandering in front of the. Oh, no, you fell. Oh. Ah. <laughs> All right, there he is. We see him flashing back to like telling girls where to run before he strangles them with a belt. Oh, yep. he's and reliving like, his crimes. Yeah. He, it's all coming back to me now. They should have hired Celine Dion for this one. <laughs> they should have. They should have paid the money for the rights to it. So yep. Oh, and there's a Uh-oh. woman running. We are in present day with a woman running. Like, truly, this and is... And he hides the, behind a tree. This is the He's definition of, like, wrong place, wrong time. For this oh, woman to yeah. be running on this jogging trail in front of a Dude, killer. That's why when I run joggers. alone, I run with a knife. <laughs> Good call. I'm serious. I know you are. Okay. So, we're staging at the park here. We're going to go try and find him. Oh, yeah. And they're like, he's Reed's looking really for... really finagling him. with oh, his vest. Oh, that was a deep line. Someone was like, he's looking for something. And they say, what? And Hotch goes, himself. Ooh, boy. That got Ooh, me. boy. You said it. I missed it when it happened in real life. Okay. So, there he there is. There he is, sitting. He's just like, sitting in the grass. Sitting in the grass. Oh! Over a body. A woman with brown hair that he's like holding. And they're if like, we, we rush can't. him, he's going to try to kill himself and yep. her. Yeah. We got to go in sneaky. And so Reed is like, Get your you snipers th- high and wide. Yeah. And Reed's like, do you think he's going to kill his way out? And Hotch is like, he could. Okay. So he's just sitting there. And she's still alive. And, and she says, please. Yeah. And he's just looking at her. And then he says, show me your hands. And like Brian's like, I think it's a corpse. It is a corpse. Corpse. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, shit. That was just like full on mummy corpse that he is holding. Oh, black. Like blackened. Oh, my God. Does that really happen to bones? Do you turn that color? If you're left out in the sun. I guess. Because you just like dry up and like tan like a hide. Like, <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> so he's basically telling them that, like, as soon as he walked into the park, he knew exactly where to go. Like, he was like, I don't even really remember it. He's like, my feet just, like, took me there. And he's Ew. like, I remembered exactly where she was. But it's still not real. But it still doesn't Is it real. not? You're holding a corpse. Well, I don't think. He's like, it doesn't. He's, like, disassociated it. Because he's like, I yeah. He's like I can remember it. But, like, I don't. It, like, doesn't feel, oh, like, real. <gasps> He's but there's himself. the gun. If I'm going to be put to death, I might as well die right here. Oh. And Hotch is like, oh, the Hotch, court the could court's s- not going to show him mercy. absolutely not going to show him mercy. He escaped. His hand is shaking. He heard that. He attacked yeah. multiple people he today. He attacked multiple people today. He, he found a new a body. Guard. Like, so there's now a he new body that he hasn't been he investigated for. But he throws it. Let Ew. go of the oh. corpse, man. I can't. 
look at that. Like, he's still holding it. <laughs> like, why? That's traumatizing as an actor. Having that to is. act that out. All right, oh, we're boy. back at Cece's office. She is just beaming. Oh, she joy. said it's over. <laughs> he's pleading. Oh, it's over. She goes, it's over. He's pleading Take a drink. Out. So now she wants to go party. She wants to get hot drunk. She's like, she wants to get hot drunk and take off his pants. She's like, she's like, let's have some sexy lawyer time. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let me litigate those. Oh, and then Reed just goes buns. to Hotch. He just goes, Mr. Corby brought a gun to court today. <laughs> and Hotch is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, you've been burying the lead on that one. <laughs> And Reed's like, yeah, like he was just reacting bad, but like I talked him down, and it's like, whatever, okay, I'm, I'm a good BAU member. Yeah, he's like, I did my job, no worries, I took it. Also, like, what did he do with the gun then? Does he still have it? Yeah, like you can't give it back, but it's like not his to keep. Like, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the police have ways to get rid of it. He's talking. He's back at, the, at with Mr. Corbett. So Is maybe he gonna he's gonna give him give back the gun. Him. Um, so he says he wanted to let him know that like. Matloff is pleading guilty and that he's gonna get life, life without, without parole. parole um and Corbett's like oh you didn't have to come here um and he said oh well he's gonna give him the gun oh, oh it's, it's a, a watch. watch it's Darcy's watch <laughs> I did he said he had to return it yeah he really thought he was gonna pull out I that like, pistol are you about to hand that gun to that dude um and he says oh, there's he, a description glory in the flower he says I'm not familiar mm. and they shared poetry oh it's words words worth what though the late radiance that was once so bright be now forever taken from my sight. Deep. Though nothing Continue can, reading. Though nothing can bring back. This is like, he's reading it so slow. <laughs> he can't finish Save it. Save the line. He's too upset. Glory with the flower or whatever. Glory in the flower. And he just says thanks. He doesn't even finish it. That's a meaningful inscription there. Watch. Now That's Reed a lot to fit it. on the back of a watch. The hour of splendor in the glass of grass of blah. glory in the flower. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so basically, our end quote is a Wordsworth quote. <laughs> That's a cute little house that he lives in. That and then they drive cute. away. I was noticing it. Nice little Cape Cod. Drive away, Mark Gordon. And that, as they say, <gasps> is that. That is that. I like it. It's yeah, weird. That was a pretty solid episode. It's a solid episode because it's kind of different, but like it done is. well. And I feel like it's, yes, it's yes. A, it's a very interesting premise. And I like give them like a little round of applause for you know round of applause for like coming up with it. Um, but I feel like it kind of is a little thought provoking because it's got like kind of an mm-hmm. interesting like idea, which is that like. You know, like, are you guilty of something if you don't remember, like, doing it? And so, like, right. and, you know, like, this kind of thing that I think comes up in true crime a lot, which is this idea of, like, what if you don't have the right guy? And, like, there's always, right. like, that small possibility that I feel like I have to imagine if you are someone who works in law enforcement or like handles cases like this there has to be this like small part of you that thinks like 
what if I don't have the right person? And it's like, it's so rare to have a, have a case that is just like open and shut where it's like so super obvious. And you think about those cases that kind of have that gray area where you're like, well, like this person that we found like fits, but maybe he, maybe we can't really prove it. And it's like, does that matter? Like if you just feel it in your gut, is that enough? But then like that little voice in behind, in like the back of your head of like, but what if it's not the right person? And like the ramifications mm-hmm. of that. And mm-hmm. so I like it. I just feel like it's a good one. It's well done in my it opinion. It is well done. I'm going to say, I'm going to point out. So they kind of do a, just a tiny bit of a B plot. A little bit. In this read Mr. Corbett thing. Right. Like all our, su- everything relates to the main story. Like right. we get this read Corbett thing that. It crosses time. Like, he reads the one who stops Corbett from looking at his daughter mm-hmm. at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. And then reads the one that stops him from shooting Meatloaf. Like, it <laughs> yeah. all connects. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's very nuanced in the way that, yes. like, the different storylines kind of meld together. And I feel like, now that you say that, I feel like they finally achieved with this episode what they have been trying to do several times this season. Which is, like diversify the storyline and like make it a little more like multi-dimensional and like they've missed the mark just a little bit every other time that they've tried to do it and this one mm-hmm. they like nailed it because it was like yep. to your point like just a little bit different of a storyline but like it all tied back together it was very like beautifully written in like yeah like you said like in terms of like the connections between the flashbacks and present day mm-hmm. and it's we get l- the like peek into the beginnings right of garcia slash gomez right like they throw that little like Morgan. that little easter egg in there which i feel yes. like is just kind of like a cute little just like oh here's like a fun thing for yes. you to see but like it makes sense it doesn't feel out of place like i also love that they have hotch lawyering yeah. even though that is the least believable part of this whole episode <laughs> no the least believable is that bernie meatloaf survived that fall true True. Very good and point. then that Hotch would be able to both work the case as a lawyer right. and as an agent. Right. Um, but I still liked it. Yeah. No, yeah. I just think, like, it's done really well. And I think, like, they didn't try to do too much. They didn't try to do too little. They blended all of the different aspects of the storyline together. And then on top of it, like, the narrative, like, the case that they're trying to do, like, is interesting and kind of, like, mm-hmm. a different kind of case than we've done before um it's just well done i give it a round of applause just all together Mm -hmm. here's what i'll say i also okay but before i will say i think this is a contender for my top five whoa i will say i will put that out there i can't necessarily i mean i haven't looked at all the episodes i haven't thought about it that hard but off the top of my head i feel like it is a top five contender whoa you heard it here first Anyway, go ahead. What's Tune in your... next Friday, guys. Tune in next Friday. <laughs> so what I think is weird and a little unnecessary yeah. is the fact that he was obsessed with Native American shit. Yeah, that's a little bit of a throwaway detail. Like, I understand that it's something that connected. I guess it connected him to his birth mother. But like, And he was clearly interested in that. Right. And we need her because she's the key to the tier in the courthouse. Like, that part of it is fine. Right. 
It's just this weird sub detail. It's of the Native American stuff. Like it's I, weird. I feel like they threw it in there to try to like deepen the connection to the birth mom. To like, I feel like they tried right. to do that to try and like lend weight to that. But it's like you didn't really need to do that. Like no. it, it, but. Like, it's not like they don't make a big enough deal no. of it to, for it to be annoying or distracting. No. So it's just like a throwaway comment that gets made. And it's like in the first, like when you first see Morgan, like bust into his apartment for the first flashback, like you, they pan over like a dream catcher. And it's like one of those things that like you wouldn't pick up on like necessarily. And I kind right. of feel like I probably didn't even pick up on it the first time that I watched it, but like, Mm-mm. but yeah, then they make a point later to be like, Oh, she could have been native American. Like, yeah. Oh, so interesting. And it's like, come on guys. Like you didn't need to do yeah. that. Like the fact, yeah. the fact that she is his birth mother, like is enough. Like you don't need to like, I don't know. Yeah. It was, that was a yeah. weird, like, it was yeah. like it was like a weird component of his profile that like didn't really need to be there and like yeah. didn't make sense, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only part that really struck me as strange. Yeah. Everything I agree. else, like it it does it checks all the boxes and it checks them all well. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. You know? It's a good one. Yeah. Good job, Criminal it Minds. It was it was good. I was worried I wasn't gonna like it because I really couldn't remember yeah. what I thought about it. It's not super like I wouldn't consider it like one of the most memorable episodes of criminal minds but it's just kind of one of those like quietly good ones like it and you get that picture of prentice yes why did they have that that part was weird (laughs) i guess it was like we're flashing back for everybody right like a flashback for prentice yeah like i feel like the point that they were making was like yeah like yeah the flashback thing that has to be it like yeah we look at the past like are we the same people now that we were in the past like whatever but they really went for it on that one and i i really hope that i can find a screenshot of it oh i'm sure you can (laughs) it was i feel like i've seen it online (laughs) oh boy but yeah solid episode solid episode solid i think it's like that to me like really this episode feels very in line with the some of like the better episodes that we've had this season like it just Mm -hmm. feels like i think if there's like one thing that i've kind of come away with from rewatching season three is that season three is is kind of just like one of those like quietly good seasons like it's got some good Mm -hmm. like standout episodes a lo- the majority of the episodes in season three aren't necessarily like the best episodes in the world, but they're just like solid and it's like, yeah. they're good. Like you might kind of forget about them, but like they're good, solid episodes. They don't necessarily compare to some of the like really super good episodes that we're going to get like in the next several seasons. But like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's just kind of like season three's like overall vibe. <laughs> like it's yeah. just like, we're better than seasons one and two, but we're like not quite to our best yet. <laughs> like So <that's> close. <laughs> still very good still very good very yeah. good yeah so i think you're first yeah. for i think i am too okay well hit us with it were we we were recording the show when you said you wanted me to recommend a snack <laughs> i did you wish I, I, was. I thought i was hoping that maybe you would entertain us with a snack recommendation i'll tell you why i'm not recommending a snack this week okay so as i've 
expressed before, I go through snack phases and I am in a new snack phase. Oh. But it is a snack phase that I feel is an unpopular opinion. Oh, Lord. What is it? Like raisins? No. (laughs) (laughs) I very, very, very much enjoy a baked potato chip. Oh. And I don't think a lot of people do, but I have always loved them more than a regular potato chip. Like a Lay's. I think Lay's are just, they're too salty. They're too oily. I cannot. I give you that. Eat a lot of them. Yeah. But a baked lay, now that's for me. <laughs> are you like a like a plain baked lay or you go for like a barbecue situation? Or? I like a plain. Okay. I like a plain. I feel and like I'll say. The baked lays have a funny aftertaste. Mm. That's just my opinion. My favorite baked potato chip right now and always is the Aldi Baked potato chips, the Clancy's brand. Oh, okay. They taste a little different, and I've always liked them. Like, my grandma Donna used to buy them when I was younger, when she knew I liked baked potato chips. When they, like, first came out, like, it was like, oh, baked Lay's. When they were, like, a new-fangled thing. (laughs) made their own brand, even though Pringles have always existed. True. And Pringles are absolutely the same thing. 100%. But I do not like Pringles that much at all huh i think pringles taste funky pringles are also like a thinner baked lay like they yeah like baked the lays, thickness is part of what helps yeah I think. they're a little thicker pringles a are baked pretty thin. lay here's the thing with a baked potato chip is it's essentially crispy mashed potatoes because that is not that is not that's not <laughs> i don't know listen That's not a thinly sliced potato. That's clearly a mashed up and reconstituted potato. That is not a thinly sliced. (laughs) Clearly. A mashed up and reconstituted potato. Yes. Is a baked lay. That's what you're saying. Like picture a Pringle or a baked lay. Yes. Okay. That's not a thinly sliced potato. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Like are a we thinly sliced potato that that's baked. Potato chips are actually real potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not. I'm really doubting it now. Because it's like think about when you try to like home make like fresh potato chips that you get from like a restaurant. Like yeah, they're very different. They are not even remotely the same as a Lay's <laughs> potato chip. And we're going to have to do some research on our own. Like on this the one. only thing that I can assume is that a Lay's potato chip, if it is a real potato, I'm not trying to throw shade at Lay's. Like, don't come for me or sue me because I'm claiming that you don't use real potatoes. I'm just <laughs> saying that, like, it's got to be like an ultra thin slice of yeah. potato to be yeah. able to fry it to the crispiness that that gets to. And, we're, and it also, I would imagine, we're talking like multiple baths in the fryer like it's got to be like <laughs> fried three or four times i wonder if there's like a like a food network unwrapped with potato chips first of all have you ever seen how it works it's i think it's on is it on discovery but it's basically like it's an episode each episode they do like two or three different things of like or no not how it works how it's made how it's made. And yeah. You, yeah, I was going to say, I've never seen how it it's works, not how but it I've works. seen how, how, it's, how made. it's made. I bet you there's a yes. potato chip episode of how it's made. Well, that's why I think unwrapped is the food version of how it's made. But Kelsey. they do food on how it's made. Because I've seen, like, how they make um, candy canes. And I've seen <laughs> how they make marshmallows. <laughs> oh, 
My the <laughs> I've watched a lot of How It's Made. Stephen loves How It's Made. My oldest brother used to watch it like every summer he'd come home from college. He would just watch it all day. Stephen and I'd be like, could this is sit, so boring. He could sit and watch How It's Made if I let him for hours. It used to be I know Stephen likes react relaxing videos. To yes, watch it's bed. like that. I used to watch it before bed. Yes, recently, because like it in like the last year. It has that just like ding 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 ding. ding yeah, ding, yeah. The music is just like like music in the background. And then you've got the guy that's just like and then the potatoes take a bath in the fryer. When they're done in the fryer, a worker comes and workers put on the caps to every Yes, bottle. like he has this By like hand. cadence to the way that he speaks and it's like very <laughs> soothing. Today we're learning about how Grammys are made. Yeah, and then he always ends it with a pun. So like whatever yeah, it is, yeah. it's always like, yeah, like... salty time. Yeah, like something <laughs> like that. The For some reason, the most recent the most recent episode that we watched of How It's Made, they made a piano oh. and then they also made a pair they made showed us how they made pantyhose and it was <laughs> so weird it's, my favorite thing about how it's made is the random collection of things that are in one it's episode it's always together. oh yeah it'll be like wrenches uh-huh pool floaties <laughs> yeah and hardback books yeah i have like the thing for some reason like the things that that stand out are the marshmallows and then <laughs> There was another food one that I can't, that's like not coming to mind, but then like we saw how they make um, merry-go-round horses, like carousel horses <laughs> once, and then baseball bats. Oh. They like to do musical instruments because we've seen saxophone and we've also seen <laughs> piano. <laughs> Have you seen the one where they make a crematorium yet? No! <laughs> it was fascinating. Oh my God, no. You watch them make a crematorium. That's fucked up. I mean, they've got to be made. I get it. Yeah, I understand. They don't just like appear. You have to make them. <laughs> anyway, is this a anyway, roundabout way of, of recommending this... <laughs> recommending how this it's isn't made? Even what I'm recommending. It's not. But I'm watch not recommending how it's made. chips or how it's made. Okay, then what are you recommending then? So I am recommending a service. Okay. It is a subscription service. So uh-huh. I, if you follow me on Instagram, which I don't think any of our fans do, but if you'd like to, my handle is at kmacisrad, K-M-A-C-I-S-R-A-D. Wow. <laughs> so I have been posting a lot of plant content recently. She has been. It's joyous. And yes, Kelsey has texted me that she loves it. I do. My mother over the weekend Implied that she does not love it. And she, Why? She like brought it up. And she was like, you're quite the farmer. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? Yeah. And then she's like, it w- I was like, did you not appreciate my plant content, mom? And she just goes, it was a lot. Robin <laughs> in the shade. Like, Robin can hit you with some shady comments that she are just can. like, just she like can. gets right to your soul. Like... <laughs> And what a she, mom thing to, like only your mother can say that to you. Yes, though. but also like I feel like it takes a lot to impress Robin. Like a lot. Like you know? she's she discerning. would say it doesn't, but it does. Is she's like she is discerning in what she thinks is interesting. Oh yeah, and your plant content did not make the cut. <laughs> it's not. But anyway, I subscribed myself to a service. Uh, like maybe like 
mm, three or four months into quarantine um, called Succulent Studios. Oh. And so that particular service is my recommendation this week. Okay. They send you, you may have seen the ad if you have ever gotten plant ads on Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> I can't say that I have. <laughs> Their motto is, two sucks, just ten bucks. Ah. <laughs> So you get two succulents for $10 a month. Every month. Every month. Now, I don't get them every month because my wife won't let me. (laughs) And that is literally it. I would get them every month. I would get more than two succulents. Place them around my home. Oh my god! Your like apartment is not that big. It would just be like wall, floor to ceiling well, they're not, succulents. They're not, they're not giant succulents. No, I they're know, little. but you would like just have pots everywhere. Well, my plan. So I've gotten maybe like four orders. So that's what eight succulents. Yeah. I have a plan to just like make one master plant. Oh. Box. Okay. That has them all. Okay. So, it's just going to be like one container. Well, no no wonder you don't need the succulents off the side of my house. You have people mailing <laughs> them to you. <laughs> and they also send unique succulents. So, like, we've all, there's like a handful, like, picture a succulent in your mind. Yeah. Like, I picture the ones that are on like the side of my house. <laughs> one of three, probably, main succulents you picture. Yeah. Um... And, like, aloe and cactuses are succulus, succulents. Like, you got your basic bitch succulents. <laughs> well, Succulent Studios does not send you basic bitch succulents. Okay. This month, I got a ghost succulent. Oh. And I don't remember the name of the other one, but I feel like it was called, like, Blood something. Oh. It was, like, your spooky Halloween They're succulents for October. Succulents. So, like, there's fun succulents. They're different colors. Some of them are blossoming succulents. So they have flowers oh. that appear. Um, and they do very well. Okay. I had experimented with another succulent subscription service, who I will not name. <laughs> okay. But they w- those plants did not even survive at all. Oh, okay. That's not what you want. And succulents are known for their hardiness. Yes. They're very difficult to kill. They're desert plants. I've still managed to do it a couple of times, but... <laughs> <laughs> Your hens and chicks are going to make it, girl. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but succulent studios, I cannot recommend them enough. This is not a sponsorship, but it will be if you want it to, Succulent yes, Studios. Yes, reach out to us. Please we will, do. We will happily do ads for you. <laughs> yes. Kelsey needs more succulents for her succulent garden on I the do. side of her house. I do. Um, so I love it. Two sucks, well, just 10 bucks. that fun. It's great. You get a little green thumb going on. They send them in these little biodegradable, like they're like the size of Dixie cups oh. is what they come in. And they come in, you think, how do they ship plants? Like yeah. they got to be in dirt. Yeah. They, it's very well packaged. There's toothpicks and rubber bands involved and all oh. the fancy box and everything. It's That sounds janky, but it's not. <laughs> um, and so they're really well protected in there, but they also like have tips on their website if it like somehow gets shaken out of the pot in the process, hmm. which has happened. Um, so like it, it's just, I highly recommend it. Okay. They're like a little teeny business. They're in California. Okay. And they have their succulents and they send them to you. Fun. Two sucks. Just Two ten bucks. Sucks. Just ten bucks. That is a catchy <laughs> ass. Sounds tagline. a lot like 
a hooker's pickup. No! <laughs> <laughs> that would but be. It's, that would it's not. It's cheeky. It's cheeky. It absolutely. It is, is cheeky. cheeky. You're right. So that's all my recommendations for Excellent. this week. You guys got like a little bit of a bonus recommendation because I feel like you got it all. <laughs> you got a snack recommendation for some baked lays. If you like them. You got a bonus rack of some how it's made so you can see how Ooh. even the weirdest also, of things if you have like been made. It. And succulents. Yeah. And succulents. So they're easy to take care of. They come in those tiny things. They don't... You, I think you can opt for like a package that includes like a nicer pot. Oh, yeah. That is more permanent. But I don't do that because I like to replant them in my own pots and all their little spots. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously, if you offer something nicer, you're gonna spend more than ten bucks right. for your two sucks. <laughs> but the two sucks, ten bucks—it's a great deal. So Sounds highly good. recommend. Sounds good. Thanks for the wreck. Yeah, check it out. You're welcome. Guys. Um. All right. Well, are you ready for a? It's your uh, turn. Yeah. Fun fact? I'm ready for a fun fact. So it's appropriate that we spent so much time thinking and talking about Mr. Corbett because he is part of my fun fact today. Woo-woo. So as we just watched slash you guys listened to um, in this episode, Mr. Corbett and Reed both recite the end quote at the end of mm. the mm-hmm. episode. And that is the first time in the show that that happens, that someone other than the BAU than a BAU team member recites our final bookend quote at the end of an episode it's Uh the first time but it's not the last time but it actually will only happen five more times in the whole show that there will be somebody who is not a BAU team member who recites either the opening quote or the end quote now the stat that I found on uh crime wiki on criminal minds fan wiki or whatever Mm-hmm. said that it happens eight more times during the series. But oh. upon some further investiva- investigation, investigation, <laughs> three of those instances, they're recited by someone who, like, is a BAU team member. They just don't happen to be a BAU tem- team member at the time that they recite it. So, like, an example is, is like, that that little bit when, like, Prentice goes to Interpol and she's, like, not on the team anymore. Oh, uh-huh. She guest spots. Spoiler. Like, spoiler. She guest spots, like, on an episode and she reads one of the quotes. And they count that as, like, a non-BAU team oh. member. And I'm like, I get it. That doesn't But, count. like, once a BAU team member, always a BAU te- team yeah. member. Yeah. If um, you've ever been a me- in the opening ceremonies, you if you've ever appeared in the opening ceremonies in front of a wall of serial killer faces, yeah. then you count. Um, so, yeah. So, that's just, like, an interesting thing because, obviously, like, the bookend quotes are a major facet of, like, That's a sig- signature move. That yeah. is a signature thing about the show. Um, and so, I thought it was interesting that, like... There are so few instances where it's not a team member that that does it, and this is the first time. We're three seasons in, and this is the first time that somebody who's not a BAU team member yeah. recites. I it. feel like the quotes really serve to ground us in each episode yes. in the fact that this is Criminal Minds, so it makes sense that it's always a team member. Oh yeah, for so sure. So I think it's interesting that they do occasionally choose mm-hmm. to have a non-team member do it. Yeah. So. I'll keep my eyes open for any yeah, future that's, instances. Yeah, that's kind of the most interesting thing is, like, they had them listed, but I didn't really bother to, like, look to see what they all are. 
Um, so yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. If you're rewatching the show or if you're listening to the episodes of the unknown subject, pay attention. We'll try to call it out when it's somebody, mm-hmm. um, but they're, fe- they're few and far between. Of course forget. Oh yeah. They're few and far between. <laughs> so like, I don't even know when the next one would be, but yeah. So there you interesting. go. Interesting. Interesting. There's your interesting fact about criminal Ooh, that's interesting. What was that voice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like your James Lipton from the freaking what was his show? Inside the actor studio. Yeah. Kelsey. What? I <laughs> So we're getting to the part of the show where we start asking people to review. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. And so I, I did my usual thing where I was like, Oh, I forgot to check today to see if there was a new review. Is there a new one? There's a new one. <gasps> and it's the longest one yet. Are you gonna read it? Yeah, you have to. It's a promise. I'm going to butcher this name. I can't believe you didn't tell me. Usually you text me like right away. I just saw it right now. Oh my God, it's real and fresh. This is real time. You guys, this is our genuine reaction. This is our genuine reaction. This is like (laughs) raw excitement right here. (laughs) You are hearing it in real time, my friends. In real time time oh my god i'm so okay. excited i've never heard this before this Go. review came in on friday oh my goodness okay how did we miss it i, I usually check it like every day <laughs> <laughs> and i kept being like we have 10 when will we have 11 yeah. okay i'm gonna take a shot at this name okay please correct me person who wrote this review <laughs> i think your name is pronounced kira but okay. i'm gonna spell it okay so i can get your opinion kelsey <laughs> okay it's q i apostrophe r a yeah, I would say Kira is Kira, probably, like, my Kira, best guess. Kira. Yeah. Okay. Kira gave us five stars. Oh, okay. Of course. <laughs> and said so the subject is, love it. <gasps> I recently found this podcast, and I'm obsessed. <gasps> it's an incredible idea, especially now during quarantine when I can't really watch shows in person with my friends. Oh, my Keep God. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, my God. Thank you, Kira. Thank you. That's so fun. <laughs> I love it. I do Guys, too. the family is growing. The binge buddies, we're all around. We're all around. We're all around the world. <laughs> we are all around the world. Dude, Spain, who are you guys? You guys are loving us right now. <laughs> oh, well, thank Kira, you, are you Kira. from Spain? <laughs> are you in Spain? <laughs> are you Spanish? <laughs> Well, thank you so know, much for the review. Glad to be there with you during quarantine. Absolutely. I I do. I, I appreciate reviews like that because I feel like that really, I've said this before because I feel like the last review we got was like a similar thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that is like absolutely where the inspiration for the podcast came from. And also like it's definitely like the vibe we are going for, which is this idea that oh, like. Yeah. You can't watch Criminal Minds alone. Like it's you can't. It's not. It's not. It's not as enjoyable if you watch it alone because it's easy to just be scared. Like yes. if you watch it with others, it's much easier to digest <laughs> and not <laughs> yes. be totally absolutely freaked out. So yes, exactly, it's like there are moments of Criminal Minds as you we'll figure out by listening to two seconds of our podcast like there are aspects of criminal minds that are actually hilarious if you're able to look past how like horrible the subject matter right (laughs) and it's easier to get to those moments and appreciate them when they're a little when it's lighthearted if you're watching it with somebody so if you don't have somebody to watch it with watch it with us 
Yes. We're happy to have you. I feel like we're really enjoying and leaning into the funny moments because we're watching it together. Yes. And watching it for the second time. Yes. Or like that, third time. That you, definitely helps. It's like for anybody who, <laughs> yeah. who, for anybody who like has, is new to the Criminal Minds universe, has never watched it before. It's like our podcast, I'm sure is like a very weird look at the show and like a very weird <laughs> way to consume it. But like. If you've watched it before, because, like, listen, Criminal Minds is also everywhere. Like, I see it yeah. on our TV all the time in reruns. Like, it's on multiple it's shows, one of those on multiple shows, channels yeah. at this point where you can watch it. And so it's like freaking Seinfeld. <laughs> it's like it's on every channel. It's like Seinfeld. It's like Friends. It's like Friends, any yes, of those shows. Big Bang Theory. Or just they're syndicated on multiple networks. And so yep. you can get it kind of anywhere. Like Law and Order. You can get Law and Order anywhere. Oh, Law and um, Order. Do they even make new episodes of that anymore? I feel I like it's just, just always SVU is new. I always don't think they on. make anything else. SVU we was on Law season like twenty five. We like I think, oh my I think SVU is like the longest running drama in the world at this point. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like that, and so it's like if you're somebody who likes Criminal Minds and has watched it, it's like obviously we're in kind of a weird new era where, like, for the first time in fifteen years, there are not new episodes of Criminal Minds, and so it's right. like if you love Criminal Minds and you like it and you like to watch it. It's like it's a weird show to consume like the second time around though. Like it's like you like comedy is like Parks and Rec or Friends or like shows like that that you can kind of just like watch over and over and over again and it like never kind of gets weird cuz it's like fun lighthearted. Criminal Minds to me is kind of like a because it's dark and because it's a really serious subject matter it's kind of an odd show to like watch over and over again. Like it's like, unless you're like really in the mood to watch it, like it's kind of a weird thing to be like, I'm going to sit here and like watch a bunch of old episodes of criminal minds. And so right. Rewatching it with someone puts a new kind of lens on it. And I feel like that's why, like when you and I started rewatching it, like when you and Cassie said like, Oh, we're going to watch criminal minds. And I was like, I kind of want to watch criminal minds, but mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it by mm-hmm. myself. Like, let's do it. Like it made it gave it a whole new, kind of way of watching the show that has been like really fun and that's where the idea for the podcast came from of just like there's a lot to unpack with criminal minds (laughs) so it's fun to have somebody to watch to laugh about too (laughs) so much and be scared about mid-2000s fascinated by (laughs) Mm. Mm. so thank you all for coming along on the weird ride and also thank you for vindicating what we always believed was a good idea, but I feel like our spouses and various people who know us... We've had some haters Thought was weird. And they- haters within our close personal circles. <laughs> <laughs> Those dearest to us. Kelly's mom. My husband. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. But here we are, freaking three seasons in, going on four. We're about to, like, cross over into season four, and we're getting new listeners all the time. We're getting new reviews. We're loving the feedback. So Yeah, dudes. Thanks for being here. Keep it going. Keep it growing. Thank you for being here Just like your two sucks. Just like your two sucks for ten bucks. Yeah. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it growing. (laughs) 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 Hashtag. Well, now that we've had a new review, well, I mean, offer still stands. We'll keep reading them. You keep you just them. experienced it. You just experienced it firsthand. You keep reading them. You keep submitting them. We'll keep reading them. We appreciate the feedback and the ratings and the reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Thanks so much. You can follow us on Instagram at the Unknown Subject Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you did. Keep the fun going. It doesn't have to keep stop. Keep the fun going. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm so, like riding a high. Right I now. know. It's so great. I can't <laughs> wait to go downstairs and tell Steven about it. Um, I'm so, surprised yeah. Cassie hasn't popped her head out to be like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go into the bedroom. She's going to be like, cool. Yeah, I know. The reaction is never <laughs> quite the same. Although I was, I mean, when I did tell Steven about the fact when Kirsten, you know, oh, retweeted well, yeah. us, he was actually legitimately impressed. By that. That's that's my inroad. If I'm telling someone about the podcast for the first time, I'll be like, you know, we've interacted with real cast members. Like, <laughs> they are recognizing our work. I dropped that fact the other day because my friend Katie got really excited because Dan Levy watched her Instagram story. Oh. Because, so she has, like, an Instagram for her kittens, and she posted, <laughs> it's, I know, it. this sounds so weird, like a weird sentence to say, but she posted, like, an Instagram story because her mom was watching Shit's Creek for the first time, and she mm-hmm. posted this photo on her Insta story of, like, one of the kittens, like, up close on the screen, like, staring. Aww at dan levy and she like posted it being like oh like Gigi thinks dan levy's beautiful like whatever and he watched it and she like ah! lost her shit <laughs> and i was like i get it <laughs> i totally understand what that's like <laughs> she's like this is stupid like he watched it but like that means nothing i'm like no it means a lot like it, it does not uh, mean oh, nothing yeah. it does mean a lot <laughs> i was like don't discount your joy girl that's exciting no. uh we get it. We get it. anyway what a great anyway. episode. Yes. All around. Great episode of Criminal Minds. Great episode of The Unknown Subject. What more could you want? <sighs> what more could you want? Um, what more Nothing. could you want? Possibly a bonus episode, which is coming, guys. Ah, this is our plug for a bonus week. episode. Next Woo. week is Woo. the season finale. The season finale. I am so excited. Um, so that's exciting. The finales are always fun to record. And then we will record a bonus episode. Yes, 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 so yes, we'll be yes. ranking, as usual, you guys know the drill by now, we'll be ranking our favorite top five episodes of season three. Yes. The first time we've actually had like five quality episodes to pick from. I was going to say, I think I think this is going to be, an, I think it's going to be an interesting ranking because I think this is... The first season where I think there's a pretty good chance that we might have totally different episodes on. Like, I think yeah. they'll, they'll overlap probably a little bit, but I think this stands... Our the order will be very different. The order, I think, will be very different, and I think this stands the best chance we've had so far to having, like, very diverse lists, um, which is exciting. I'm it keeps it interesting. It's going to be a tough ranking. I'm, I got to really think about it. I don't yeah. want to throw it away, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so stay tuned for that. Come back next week for the end of season three and the bonus episode. Um, we haven't planned any hiatus between season three and four, so I think we'll just nope. move right into Power it. right through. Um, so yeah, we'll be into a new season very, very soon. Very exciting stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you for being here today. Thank you for being here today. Um, and we'll be back next week. And as they say, when they catch the unsub or when he pleads guilty... It's over. It's over. <laughs>